0: Football is in full effect and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. You are listening to The Bird Calls on the Armchair All-American Network. For more on your Pelicans, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. What's up, Pelicans fans? Welcome to another episode of the Bird Calls podcast. Today, I am disclosing conversations with Anthony Davis and Pelican's former assistant coach, Jamel McMillan. For full context, please go to thebirdrights.com. But for those of you listening to this podcast, you are subscribers. And I just wanted to thank you and give you the ability to hear it for yourself if you so choose. Of course, we also have our big show to draw from. And if you prefer to listen to that, it's there for you as well. All right. Here is part one with Anthony Davis, followed by Jamel McMillan. Thanks for listening.
1: that, guys. Can you hear me now? Can't give an interview being on me. You know. <laughs> I'll just
0: text you the questions. How's that sound? Yeah, right. <laughs> What's going on, man? How was the commercial?
1: It's going well. Going well.
0: Uh, so I'm just going to ask you some questions, uh, but let's start with Michelob Ultra. That's obviously why we're here. Uh, I love the sentiment behind this, uh, by the way, and and I imagine it's going to be a pretty powerful commercial. I haven't seen it. I imagine nobody has. Absolutely. But uh, the idea behind it is that you're not happy because you win. You win. Because you were happy, yeah. uh, where did you first discover this idea?
1: I mean, it's just a, it's a true fact. I mean, you know, you know, most people think you know success is determined by you know like dedication, hard work, grit, grind, which is very true. Um, but if you're not happy, it's hard to be successful, you know. And you can see you see a lot of people, you know, who's successful who, who is not happy. You know, but for me, when I realized that um you know being happy, you know, off the court for me leads to winning mm-hmm. um was uh when I was <laughs> when I got drafted, honestly and went to the Olympics. Um I was just so happy to be around all these guys, all you know, um, you know, LeBron and Chris Paul and Kobe and Kevin Durant, all these guys who, who were successful. Uh and when I realized that um, I'm happy. Obviously, I didn't play much, but I know they were happy as well, at least the winning. Um, I knew that it played a part of it. And uh, it's funny because I had a coach my, my rookie year, Monty Williams, who always told me, never let anyone steal a joy from you for the game. Never let anyone steal the joy of the game from you. And I kind of carried that with me. And it's just so happened that me and and Lowe, you know, had the same like idea. Like, you can't let your joy of the game go away because if you're not happy, you will never be successful. You'll never win. So um, that's kind of where it first came about.
0: No, that's an awesome sentiment. And I know with everything that's going on in our country right now, not just as it pertains to COVID, but also like Absolutely. the Black Lives Matter movement, the, the the state of our politics right now, there is so much stress. And it's so powerful, not only to see somebody who's happy, but who's making that a priority. But the, the natural follow-up to this is if you did find joy and it resulted in your success, that that almost kind of implies that you had to find joy. So tell us about some of the dark times that maybe you experienced uh, that you had to discover this new line of thinking to get out of.
1: Um, I think it was just more so when, you, when you're losing. I mean, you don't realize that, especially a lot of athletes, you, know, you don't realize that you're not happy. I mean, you make a ton of money, you can do whatever you want, you have you know people around you, and you can you know, live this lifestyle that, you know, quote-unquote, like, the American dream. And mm-hmm. um, you don't realize you're happy until you're not winning. And for me, you know, as the season going, like, my first couple years before I won a championship, you know, yes, I was getting paid a lot of money, and I was playing the game that I love and everything, but it's like, all right, losing sucks. I'm not, like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be happy. And, you know, you kind of go through these times where it's like, do I? want to continue to play basketball do am I really good enough you know you start doubting yourself because you're not happy um and or it might be stuff, stuff going on in your personal life you know you know where you're not happy you know whether it's in a relationship or in a family or whatever it may be uh, where you're not happy and uh, for me I had some of those things you know where it was like I'm going through something off the court like I'm not happy and reflect in my my game uh, I start, you know leading to minor injuries and uh, you know, you're not playing hard enough and things like that. So uh, the best way to bounce back from that is, is find your joy. You know, go back to what I said before, never let anyone steal your joy. And as long as I'm happy and happy off life and, and happy to be alive and happy to for everything that I have, um, it's going to translate to the floor and translate to success. So uh, I had those times, but I tried to find a way to continue to be happy and be – Know, thankful what I what I do have, mm-hmm. and uh, it translated on the floor. That's awesome, man! Uh, congratulations. By the way,
0: uh, I, I don't mean to press you on this, but I know that there are a lot of guys out there, uh, guys who you know and are probably friends with, from Kevin Love, uh, Paul George, DeMar DeRozan, guys who who struggle with this and have been very public about that. And I imagine yep. it's going to be very powerful when they see you coming out here and saying something. Um, if you had the opportunity, well, actually, I'll start with the bubble. Um, choosing the joy in the bubble, I imagine. Was, was challenging at times. You're stuck in your hotel room. You're probably eating the same meals. Uh, you're probably doing the same exact thing every day. Yep. It, I imagine it felt kind of like a prison. What did you do to keep yourself in a positive state of mind through those three to four months?
1: Well, we had great we had great people around us. Um, you know, there's some guys you know, that actually came out publicly and said that it felt like the walls was closing in on them. Uh, you know, they wasn't happy to have a bad game. You go back. You know, you go on first thing you do is go on social media and social media is killing you because you play bad. So walls are closing in and, and you start overthinking. Uh, and for, for our team, we always found something to do to make us happy, to be joyful, right? Whether it's video games, um, whether it's, you know, watching a movie or comedy special or anything to make sure that we stay happy because we know the mind is the strongest muscle in the body. So if, you, if your mind goes, your body goes. And we want to make sure that we stay happy, stay, um, you know, upbeat uh, while well, I've been in the bubble for three and a half months. And uh, I think that's, you know, has a big part of why we were able to win a championship.
0: Nice. Uh, and if I can follow up just on that, obviously, uh, I don't know how long you've, you've expressed this sentiment to yourself about choosing joy, but was there a specific person? Uh, you surround yourself with a lot of positive people, a lot of hardworking people, obviously a lot of successful people, but who are some of the kind of people in your circle that really turned you on to hey man choose happiness every single day in every aspect of your life who are those those angels on your shoulder
1: honestly everybody i hang it hang out with to this day um it's not one you know individual person i think that everybody that i'm around um uh, when they know i don't really do the whole negativity thing i don't like being sad and grumpy and mad. i don't i don't like that around me i'm real bigger like aura and everything so like your energy, energy is bad, your energy isn't where it needs to be, like you know, through the roof where you're happy and excited all the time, like you can't, cause I don't need that. I'm, I'm, I'm a happy person. I wanna be, I wanna enjoy life, I wanna be happy. Um, cause I know what it can do for me, you know, in my, in my respective field and for everybody else. And I wanna spread, you know, enjoyment, I mean uh, enjoyment and, and joy to everybody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause I know what it can do, you know, potentially for them. So um, you know, my entire, you know, team that's around me, uh, I try to make sure they're they're always we always laughing and, and, and having a good
0: time. Nice. Can you follow up on, on Aura? I wanna find something that you're super passionate about and kind of pinpoint something. Uh when did you get on to this and give me some specifics about like uh what you talk about with your friends in terms of aura?
1: Yeah, like the aura I think uh I just really Became like really deep into it, you know, sort of like energy and all that. I don't really do like the, you know, do the, the little rocks that they put around and say, oh, this is a crystal rock where I, I don't do that, but I'm just like, like vibes and, and energy and things like that. So, um, am I, am I and the team that's around me are the same way. And we just talk about like, it's keeping a good spirit. Even if there's something going on, you always look at the bright side. I know it's like cliche, look at the bright side of things, but when you're able to look at the bright side, and look out look at you know the, the the potential of it and be you know optimistic about something then um you see that light and and it changes your mindset and changes your drive motivation whatever so um you know for example if like, oh man i i I can't do something because of x y and z well okay, what do you have you know and let's make the best out of this to help you eventually be able to do this so mm-hmm. um and it's all about a mindset. You know, We, I'm real big on, you know, having a positive mindset. And um, like I said, the people around me does a great job making sure my mindset is always positive.
0: Nice. I'm going to try to dig up some painful memories if I can, because I want this to be a feel-good story about, yeah. you know, you overcoming something and becoming this now powerful superstar who's now an, an icon. You, you can make yourself an example to those guys like Paul George and Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, and not just them, but... They're the ones who are, who are handling whatever's happening. There are so many others who might not be acknowledging it or talking about it. And this is your opportunity to be a leader to those people. So I just want to talk uh, briefly about New Orleans. I talked to Drew Holiday about him. Obviously, you spent a lot of your adult life there. Um, your circumstances in leaving were very similar. You were both traded. Uh, but when you look back and reflect on your time, did you have that joy when you were there that you carry now?
1: <laughs> um. But for the most part, I did. Um, And even though we were losing, uh, I was still happy. Like myself, I was still happy. I I still had that joy. And it wasn't until when I requested a trade that, you know, I started losing joy. Uh, I didn't want to go to practice. I didn't want to play. It was just a lot going on. Um, Because I didn't have that joy with me anymore, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm getting to it with the fans, you know, the media. It was just, it was just a lot going on, and I wasn't in a great mind, uh, in a great uh, space for, for me to be joyful. You know, every day was like, oh, here's another day, you know, and I can't wait till the season's over, you know, things like that. But um, and that's when your team, you know, really, really is needed. And I was able to um, overcome all that and um, get happy again, be joyful again, get excited again. Um, and it helped me always, you know, to win a, cha- a championship. So, uh, but I think for most people, you kind of need those moments to know how to get out of them. Uh, because sometimes some people get in those moments and you got to have the right people around you as well, you know, you can't have other, you know, negative masses around you who, you know, oh man, for the same like way, and now the whole team is depressed, you know. And now you guys, you know, just don't want to pick you guys up. So, um, but I had, you know, my team was around, me, did a great job of like, man, you good, like just keep playing. Like, mm-hmm. You can't let anybody steal your joy. You can't let anybody, you know. How how can you get upset because of what another person is saying about you? Like the old saying, you know, "sticks and stones, like breaking bones." like, like people saying things, oh, Aiden, hey, you traded, hey, Aiden, you did. It's like what? Y'all do not understand, you know, what, what I'm going through. And so it kind of was, man, it's all wearing down on me at one time, but I had a great team from, you know, from my agency to my family, um, to my friends to, nah, forget what they're saying. You're doing what's best for you and your family. And so uh, I was able to, like, you know, persevere through that and, and you know, get it out of that, get out of that space.
0: Uh, I know you got to go soon, so i 'll just ask you two more two more questions thank you is- and
1: I, th- I think we probably have time for like one more we gotta we got oh. go back to production so choose okay. Me, please
0: <laughs> okay uh thank you so much um so this isn 't just an opportunity to speak to players who might be struggling to find joy also fans you mentioned you know social media can be a dangerous tool you 've got this platform now to communicate to to all walks of life players, front office fans. If you had to explain to them, um, just in, in a short version, why what, what's doing what's best for you as not just Anthony Davis the business, but also Anthony Davis the person is important and why people should understand that.
1: Um, because, I mean, no one can live your life, right? You live your life the way you want to live it. Now people can help you and direct you, you know, in a way that they think is best for you. But at the end of the day, it's, it's what you want to do, is your life, right? So um, I have to make decisions and and make you know changes that's that's gonna benefit me and make me happy, you know. And I think that's for everybody. Like you have to do things and make decisions, you know, based upon your happiness. If you're if you're happy, then you can sleep well at night. Because if you make a decision that's that you don't, you know, stand by and not happy about you're going to be up all night thinking like, man, I, why did I do this? Why did I do this? So, you know, you got to make decisions that, that's happy for you, um, uh, that's best for you and, and make you happy. And if you do that, then you can sleep at night with no regrets, um, have no regrets through life. So for me, that's what that's what I have to do. Uh, that's awesome. what I do awesome. every day. You know, I, I, I make decisions um, that's that's best for me, just like joining Michelin. You know, uh, like I said, we share the same mentality of, Joy, you know, is a a critical factor in success, and so it was like a no-brainer. So, you know, I want to make sure that because I know Miguelo has their own platform, I have my own platform. You come together with the same mindset, and now we can reach millions of people of of telling them like, joy, be joyful, you know, be happy. If you're happy and joyful, um, is almost guaranteed that it's going to lead to success.
0: Awesome, man. Congratulations. Happy holidays. Good luck with the commercial and good luck with the season. I guess you got to get started soon. Oh, and congratulations on the contract, man.
1: Thank you so much.
3: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed
0: Appreciate- Football is in full effect and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I'm recording
2: is being recorded.
0: I don't want to paraphrase anything. So I'm going to read exact his exact quotes. Uh, He said, it's fun because I had a coach my rookie year, Monty Williams, who always told me never let anyone steal the joy from you. Never let anyone steal your joy for the game from you. Can you just, obviously you've spent a lot of time with Monty. Can you just give a little background behind that sentiment and how it affects players like Anthony Davis?
2: Absolutely. So I I do remember that. And that's something that coach Williams, uh, he lives by him and his family. And, you know, when he said it, it registered for all of us in so many different ways. And I was, you know, Anthony and I started the same day in this league. So we were both really young guys and there's so many different outside factors to this whole thing, especially with players, you know, and, Everybody has their story and their background and um the hype and no hype and you know g league route lottery pick, all that kind of stuff. but at the end of the day, just understanding where you are you know with that logo on uh, in these five star hotels and resorts on a bus with the exclusive group of guys that are you know sometimes the first in their family or the first in their community to do a lot of things and see some type of success. Uh, just the inside jokes on the bus or in the hotel or the making fun of coaches, all that stuff, all that stuff plays a part into this whole thing, you know, and, and, and the biggest picture outside of the noise and the stress of life and everyday life, you know, and, and, Ever since that day, I don't think I've had a bad day in the NBA just wow. because it wasn't allowed. It, it just didn't make sense to me, uh, to be honest with you. And, and you know you, you see now that it was taken away from us for a period of time where a lot of people struggled with that. And a lot of people needed these guys as an example or it needed something to, to look forward to when they went home to turn on uh guys that they felt were like then because you have so much access to guys now with the sneakers and clothing lines and you know lebron's got production companies and all kinds of stuff um that all plays a part in this and and really realizing where you are um you can't have there's no way you could have a bad day win or lose and that's a
0: powerful sentiment, especially since and I'm going to get into some of the hardships that you guys face. Um, and I don't need to go into it because you already know the the schedule, being away from your family, uh, the pressure, not just from, you know, social media and fans, but also from the people that you work with. Uh, you have to perform. It's your job to perform. But I want to get to his next quote. Uh This is talking about his time with the Pelicans, and, you know, I'd appreciate it if you gave specifics on Anthony Davis, but if you even just want to generalize what it's like for an athlete in this position, I'll take that as well. He says, for me, as the season went on, like uh, the year before I won a championship, I was getting paid a lot, and I was playing the game I love, but losing sucks, and I discovered I'm not happy, and I want to be happy, and you go through these times like, do I even want to play basketball? Am I good enough? You start doubting yourself because you're not happy, or it might be stuff in your personal life uh, where you're not happy, whether it's in a relationship or family, whatever it may be. I had some of those things where it's like I'm going through something off the court and I'm not happy and it's affecting my game. It starts leading to minor injuries. You're not playing hard enough, things like that. Um, So if you can talk about specifics with Anthony Davis or just generalize, when a player is going through something like that, how hard is it to climb back into a place where you discover why you're actually playing the game
2: extremely extremely hard i think we're seeing that right now with Kyrie irving just returned tonight and to take a pause you know and i think a lot of people assume that the dollar factor just overshadows the human being you know and just because it's an it's a really high dollar figure that these guys don't have the family issues or it just takes care of itself. They don't have the relationship issues. They just take care of themselves because the money is so great that, you know, it can't be that bad. And that's not true at all. And, you know, I, I know Anthony was a little self-conscious at one point because of his uh, injuries, you know, and fingers and shoulders. And, you know, it's just seemed to, always be something at one point in time um, and because he's a laid-back individual because he's he's a nice guy and he's a people-pleasing guy and he, you know he's one of the best human beings that we have in this league you know it, it, it seems like he was going into a shell and people attacked that it's unfair, but it, it comes with the territory, I guess, of those type of guys. And you see the same thing with LeBron has dealt with it for years. You know, and then you go into some of the other guys of the past, you know, the Lamar Odoms and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Guys are human beings. And when the dollar figure gets higher, the more there is to deal with. Uh Fans don't help that cause unless it's going well Uh, family members in some cases don't help that cause unless it's going well and it it caters to them Um, there's a lot of different community people who expect this and that because you're supposed to be that guy for the community and you know they look to take advantage of that Um, then there's the agents the financial advisors and all those type people that you have to deal with and pay and track of and you know hopefully they're doing right by you and we've seen the horror stories in a couple situations with those guys and so a guy like Anthony going from really I mean he's going to Cleveland State and then he goes to number one pick and just a whole city on his you know he's just trying to take over um, and provide some sort of hope in basketball here it was a lot it was a lot for a kid like him, who is more of an introvert. You know, he, he's more about his family, and you know some of these other guys who like the attention. They they take it a little bit different, but you know I, that kid. He did show up every day. That really was expected of him. I will say that he did buy in, and he was very very coachable for a high level guy. And so I know in between the lines. With the ball and everything, regardless of what people said, he wanted to be there and he wanted to do well for this city um, of New Orleans. And if, if, you know, he came up short, he finally got to the playoffs in year four with Monty, I believe it was year four, um, got swept by Golden State. But there was something that triggered in him with that success. And the. Constant turnover of teammates and everything. He wasn't like some of these other guys we've seen demanding victories and all that kind of stuff. He really just wanted to get along with who was there, play his game, which is on both ends of the floor, and go home to his family. And that was, you know, and be a good guy in the process, which he is. So it's a lot on all these guys. There, there's you see, every team has them. Every single team and it's not just the high level guys, it's the guys trying to prove themselves. Those guys are also fighting even more so because they gotta they gotta belong and they gotta stick and they gotta fit and there's uncertainty with their situations that causes even more stress to the whole equation. You know, and then there's the factor of their families and their kids and trying to maneuver that when they're bouncing all over the place. So okay. You know it's it's extreme for everybody but you know the guy like anthony who isn't about the attention and everything and the negative attention would get to him because he loved it so much um i think that put he put a lot more on himself because of that
0: yeah honestly i had two or three other questions that were kind of related but you answered that one uh so well that i don't think i'm going to get to those so i'll just finish with this um obviously uh some of the parts of this story are about some of the hardships that Anthony Davis faced, but a lot of the quotes in it are about how he discovered his joy and how he kind of blocks out negativity. He doesn't like being around negativity. He's really big on aura. He mentioned that went into big detail about it. How did you see Anthony on a daily basis rise above that negativity, those hardships? How did you see him block it out and still carry the demeanor of a happy individual, despite what was going on around him?
2: You know i <laughs> just ever since I've met him and we had one inside choke way back then in the locker room it it's been a real pleasure to know that kid know that kid and know him and then follow him and be a part of everything that he's done and see him go off and and reach the highest level um he He does generate. Something about him that just he's extremely likable. It's always some form of kind of a a jokester, or it's a light trash talk that you know he doesn't believe in, mainly about his Green Bay Packers or whatever the case may be. Um, He is able to associate with the front office and the upper management just as well as he is ticket sales and the community relations people everybody's the same to that guy every single day you know it is, he's very consistent in who he is he shows you exactly how genuine he is every single day and, and there's no way you can fake it and so um i have all the respect in the world for him and and he's getting everything he deserves now and it, i really think that, you know, a lot of guys find that when they get outside of themselves and they make it about the winning. You see kind of Brooklyn doing that right now and you see him with LeBron and Quinn Cook, who is another kid who is the exact same way, which is probably why he's there with Anthony. and how there's just a spirit about him naturally that can't be taught. It can't be taught. There's a lot there's some people who have it, but he just breathes sunshine wherever he is. And it's it's special, it's contagious. And it's something that's desperately needed for success.
0: Thanks for listening. Just a reminder, if you want the full context of this conversation, go to birdrights.com. Of course, we've also got our big show for you. Uh, but I just want to thank you again. This is for our subscribers only. If you are subscribed, you have access to this podcast. So thank you. Uh, we'll be back again soon. Thanks for listening. Let's dance. and Let's go, Pels.